This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about what we're looking for in the upcoming training camp, and we go around the league to stadiums and investigate their health code violations by the vendors and other interesting facts. This and much, much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo yo. yo, 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 what's happening? Welcome to episode number 218, Harry Hog Football. And as That's your right. special guest, we've got Sean Connery with us again. Greetings, my excellent friend. Hey, do we also have Sergeant Johns on the show tonight? <coughs> no, I think we just do. Sean Connery. Oh, just Sean? Because, you know, I named the dog. I mean, Sir Sean. Indiana. Sir Sean. Because That's we right. Two Sean I saw Connery. Sergeant John with your mother last night. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move right through this. this. Tonight's episode, as always, is brought to you by David Lee Law Services. Wait, Legal Services. Legal Services. David Lee Legal Services. Good Lord. Get it right, call him. Straight out of Get it right so I don't need to slap you around. Straight out of Williamsburg. (laughs) Straight out of Williamsburg. A crazy guy named David Lee. Got a law firm. And if you guys haven't heard, and judging by your emails, you haven't, Harry Hog Football is taking a road trip up to Canton next weekend for the Russ Grimm induction to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Woohoo! It's going to be quite a trip. This is going to be the second trip for Aaron and yours truly. The first one for Josh, which is really exciting because, you know, it was bad that he missed the last one, unfortunate. Couldn't be helped. Because I was, installing be... a, I was installing a hold-on bar into my mother's bathroom. Grab the bar. <laughs> hold-on bar. Grab the bar. <laughs> I was installing a grab bar in mom's bathroom while Aaron and John were literally screaming on the sidelines staring at Jason Taylor's rear end. Um, we were were screaming at him because he was standing in like ballet second position on the sideline over there (laughs) i know like his arms crossed but like one arm up with the finger pointed on his cheek like "Mm, things that make you go "Mm." he was about to do a pirouette when uh rock cartwright came over and was like dude and whispered something to him, and then he stood normal. He did, and he like he whispered something to him, basically telling him that his stance made him look a little uh, feminine, uh, flaky, I guess, for lack of a better term for our radio show. And uh, yeah, he immediately kind of straightened up and duded out on his uh, on his posture. So that was pretty interesting. He went from the Hollywood Taylor to uh, oh yeah, I'm back in football Taylor. Yeah, but anyway, and just who cares so you about that know, guy? Just, it's not—he wasn't even on the Redskins, really. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. And just so you guys know, before this show began, Josh and John went over a whole list of words that I'm not allowed to say that I had no idea I wasn't allowed to say. <laughs> and you are still not allowed to say them. So let's move on before you do. They told me just to let's sit here move and be on quiet. before you make an ass of yourself. Are you allowed to say that on the air? Ass? Yeah, that might offend some people. 
Yeah. Well, no one's listening anyway. Yeah. Moving on. It's the off season. It's anyway, after nine wait, before dude. we move on, if you it's past nine o'clock. It's if, after nine o'clock. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys are going to the Hall of Fame game, go ahead and send us an email so we can meet up at a at a wings place so you can see the competition Get between wings. me and Josh that he's already forfeited. Get him. Wings. Yeah. Hmm. And oh yeah, and by the way, you said Aaron, Aaron, to correct that, you said the Hall of Fame game. We're going to the induction. We are not going to the Hall of Fame game, Cowboys versus Bengals, criminals versus criminals. We will not be at that uh at that uh debacle. What do you even want to call that? Debacle. Bloods and Crips? Yeah, but we will be at a wings joint somewhere in the vicinity during the game. Uh-huh. Maybe we'll even be at a wings joint in Cleveland. Fun times in Cleveland today. What in the world are you talking about, dude? Dude! Alright, dude. I don't know if we could say that on the air. I don't know either. Let's talk about some Redskins. We're talking about going to the Hall of Fame game to see... The great Russ Grimm be in, enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame up in Canton, hey John. Antonia, Ohio. Hey, Josh, John, did you guys hear that he's going to go in as number 63? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Uh, I have not heard that. I didn't either. Although I just made it up. So around out there online. My question, though, is this. Is he any good? Here's my question for you. Now that I've said he's going in as number 63, how long until the Bleacher Report posts an article about that? <laughs> oh, man. Man, that's worse than Gary Carter going into the Baseball Hall of Fame as an expo. I think they might want to head down to 6th Street in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all the Cowboys are going to be there after the Hall of Fame game. Oh, man. Anyway, moving on, talking about some Redskins news. We are very pumped to go to the game, and I'm especially pumped because Josh is driving. And I just ordered... For the first time ever. Dude, this is cool, and we got to put a link up for this on our site so we can get some a cut of this. I did not realize that this was even out until I found it online. The They have the three Redskins Super Bowls, original broadcasts, out on DVD, and... Um, it's only like 14 bucks on Amazon for all three of them. So if you go through our site, we get a little cut of that, but that's pretty sweet. It's the broadcast and without the commercials and whatnot. So you can relive the games. But don't make the... Unless you're like me and you bought like a... Uh, what probably was illegal copies. And I mean legal as in they were legal, I, I assume. I didn't ask. But I have copies of all three of the... Super Bowls that were taken from like videotapes. Yeah, so this should be from like this should be higher quality though. I hope it should be slightly higher quality. Um, and for fourteen bucks, you can't be that price. So if you want to buy that, you can go to our website harryhogfootball.com and click on the uh, what is that link on the side? Shop, shop, click, shop. Click, on, click the shop. on the shop link and then go to the Amazon box and type in what you're looking for, like uh, you know. Redskins. It's called Super Bowl. No, it's called DVDs. the three greatest games. Let, let me tell you right now. Don't ah. get the one called Redskins Super Bowls because that's like a documentary about the Super Bowls. If you want the actual oh, game, it's called Redskins Three Greatest Games. And uh, tell them Harry Hogg sent you, and we'll get four <laughs> percent. Yeah, if you go through our website, we get a little cut, and that enables us to uh, bring this wonderful um, media 
entertainment to you on a mostly weekly basis. But my point was, we'll be watching at least some of those during the trip to Canton. You know, that's pretty cool they got the three games on there, but I do I do have to give it a little bit of criticism on that. They need to put the 1982 NFC Championship game on there and call it the four greatest games in Redskins history. Yeah, they do need to do that. Someone else is saying that on there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's what they need to do. But, you know, I guess this is better than nothing. You know what the NFL needs to do? They need to make it so you can go on their website and basically order any game you want on DVD for, like, 10 bucks. Or just a download. Just download it to your to your uh, computer, to your hard drive. Yeah, for like 10 bucks or something. And then you could go pick out yeah. these games. That would be sweet. Because then I'd buy like that game we went to against Dallas with the miracle ending. I'd be just because we were there and whatnot, and I would like to have that. You know. Yeah, and that would be the, the not the, uh, the comeback from 13 to nothing with Mark Brunel and the two deep passes at Dallas. This would be the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the Troy Vincent. Block Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor pick up the fumble, gets face masked. Nick Kovac or whatever his name is. Novak's kick around the world. That's right. And I'd also, yeah, I mean, you know, people would buy games like this was the first game my dad took me to when I was a boy and stuff like that. Yeah, man, that would be like I I think it was 1985 was my first Redskins game. I was 10, and it was against the Falcons, and they sucked like they always did. Falcons. Yeah. That was at RFK. Fantastic. Dude, remember that playoff game where Jerry Glanville had him hold up that Redskins helmet only to see them get destroyed afterwards? The Dirty Birds, man, with Deion Sanders. I heard he signed with the Redskins for a year, but I don't believe it. Uh, yeah, dude, the Dirty Birds. They went into that playoff game in 1991. Well, it was actually the 91 season, early 1992, thinking that they were just going to walk all over the Redskins, and the Redskins just handed it to them. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Still, that Redskins team, and we've said it before on here, and I mean, we've heard this on ESPN, like Chris Berman has said it before too, he's like, the 91 Redskins are probably one of the most underrated teams ever in the history of the NFL. They were awesome. Insane. They were so good. Awesome. They were awesome. Jump in at any times with any comments on that. Here's my comment. I'll just watch the second quarter of the 88 Super Bowl over and over, and over, and over again. The most prolific quarter in Redskins history, in my opinion. Man, the Super Bowl history, by the way, there. And they could have had more in that quarter if it didn't end, because we picked it off right at the end of the quarter. Remember that? I just remember being at the Cinnamon Draft House in Virginia Beach with my dad and a ton of Redskins fans, and there were like eight Broncos fans up in the balcony. And for the first quarter, life sucked. Yeah, the Sima Draft House, like right down from where you guys lived. This is 91 you're talking about? 88. No, no, no. This was the 87 season, 88. 87 oh, season, you. the Super Bowl in the early 88, February 88, or late January. And, uh-huh. yeah, after one quarter, you know, and Doug Williams had that, that, that where he fell down and he hurt his knee and he threw the ball up and the Broncos recovered it and they were already up 10 nothing, and then they said no, he gave himself up as an injured player and... You know, they pulled one of those obscure rules out of the book, and we got the ball back, and the second quarter started, and it was all Redskins all day long. All day long. Dude, you know, the funny thing was, if, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Denver had, like, 
twice as many total yards in the game as the Redskins had or something. Uh, what? Huh? Didn't they? No way, dude. I don't Are think sure, so, because they threw for four touchdowns and ran for a fifth one in one quarter. The Redskins did. I think that pretty much... Well, I think the Redskins like 250 had like, yards right there. Yeah, I know, but for some reason I remember like Denver having like 300 and some passing yards and like 200 and something running yards. Are you serious? I remember Elway... Catching that Look pass. it up, dude. Look it up. Look it up. I have Redskins A to Z over here on my shelf. If you guys hold on for a second, I can go over there and get it. Hold on. I'm looking it up too I'm, now. Hold on. I'm actually looking it up on the internet, which is a little bit faster, Aaron. Than Redskins A to Z. <laughs> We're looking up the digital way. <laughs> uh... Please, uh, we need some, like, hold music now. It's like, dude. I got some holes. Yeah, the Redskins set the soup. The Redskins set the following Super Bowl records in a victory: total offensive yards six hundred and two. Um, so no. <laughs> okay, they weren't, they weren't out yarded. So if they had, twice I think you're yards, thinking of another game, Josh. If they had twice All the right, yards, then Denver would have had twelve hundred yards. In that they game. had six hundred and two <laughs> yards. Sorry, my Good bad. Six. I gotta be thinking of something else. There was some other game I thought. Where the Redskins, like, they they were uh, the total yards was a lot more by the opposing team and the Redskins. Oh, I know. I I thought it was that Super Bowl, but I'm totally wrong. Dude, we had. I think it's been most of the games of the last few seasons because we've sucked so bad. Dude, we had five touchdowns (laughs) in one quarter, so that'd be kind of difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. But I'll tell Um, you what, though. Yeah, the Redskins of the last two years probably didn't add up to the total yards of that one quarter. (laughs) Good God. Good God. We've been bad, but I think we're getting better. Even though the team is a little old, it's the over-the-hill gang to looking type thing. I think we're going to shock the world. Oh, yeah, dude. And That's it, our official prediction. Shock and it all world. starts again. And it all yes. starts, dudes. It all starts on Thursday, the 29th. It's the thir- first day of training camp. You might be listening to this podcast on the first day of training camp, folks, or right before it. And... uh as we've already said, everyone should be there, including Fat Albert, who hopefully is going to be a – I hope they send him out as wide receiver, punt returner. I, hope they, I want to see him play every. I want to just see him run laps the whole time while the rest of the team is practicing. Punter. <laughs> no, dude. No, dude. You want to see him run laps, but you know all he's going to do is run lap. One. <laughs> dude, I want to see him kick field goals. I want to see him return punts. <laughs> That's what I want to see. He just needs anyway, we're going to, to see. Like a, we're going to hear a lot. Those first two days of camp, we're going to be hearing a lot of stories about people that are starting to stand out, people that are falling to uh, you know the scrub kind of guys that we won't even ever talk about anyway. There's going to be a lot going on here, and training camp is starting up. You mean that? You know what that means with the Redskins? Time. It's football season coming up already. Baseball, basketball, hockey. It's been nice knowing you. Speak, it's almost football. Right. Hey, speaking of, well, let me ask. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. How would you guys feel in training camp? How would you guys feel over the next couple of days if Albert Hainsworth comes into camp and totally blows everybody away? He's like this, like monster beast, where he's bulked up his muscle and lost his fat, and he's just totally like destroying everything. How would you guys feel? Happy. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. I'd be like, earn that money. Because they've already said now, he's lost 30 give, pounds, so... 
I know. So now, give me give me an actual um, uh, percentage that you think something like that could actually happen. Zero point zero percent. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think like <laughs> just like Andre Carter, zero point zero percent. No, I think like ten. Yeah, chance. totally. I think there's a ten percent chance because I think he realized he screwed up and like his market value is dropping sharply. No, dude, it's what I talked about last week. He's got all those lawsuits. There are millions and millions and millions of dollars of lawsuits going against him. And he's divorced. And they still have to settle that mess. It's a hot mess. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> I heard that in a commercial a the other mess. day. And I was like, when was the last time you heard someone say a hot mess? Dude, it's just such a hot mess. Uh, dude, it's been a hot mess in Virginia. It was 105 degrees yesterday. John, John. <laughs> that was a hot mess. We need to... I think all right. I'm banning that term on Harry Hug football. I just can't take that. Timmy, hot mess. It's a hot mess. All right, we'll put that on the list of terms that we're not allowed to say. Along with, oh, I better not. Say uh, oh, let me ask you guys this about training camp. So John mentioned that it's time for some guys to step up and other guys to become scrubs that they are. Justin Triumph. Who from training camp dog, are you? Dude, that's your favorite player. Who from training camp do you most likely are are most excited about seeing if they do step up or think that they are going to step up? And then conversely, who do you think is gonna? Uh, who do you think is gonna suck? Gonna just totally suck and get cut. Uh, um. <laughs> Brandon. Dave oh, Fiore. Uh, I'm sorry. I meant to Keith say Schuller. Adam Archuleta. Adam Archuleta. You know who I'm? I am really excited to see out there are Jamal Brown and Trent Williams at the two tackle spots. That's Trent. I think that that's who I want to see out there. I want to see them getting it, getting getting out there, getting nasty, knocking some people down, getting into some hot mess, getting it, making it a hot mess. Ugh. Yeah, but those dudes aren't going to get cut. I mean, who do you think? I'm talking about, like, Selvish. surprise guys. O-line, Selvish Capers. I think Selvish Capers makes the team. I think uh, Stefan Heyer. Cut! Bye-bye. Wait, you don't, think they'll keep, you don't think they'll keep Odd Body in reserves on the uh, practice squad? <laughs> they need an nope. OBR, dude. Odd Body in reserve. They got an Odd Body. They got Fat Albert. <laughs> He's going to be even odder if I mean, 30 pounds less. What about depth, though? Let's talk about depth there. How are we? How are we doing? At, o- At which O-line? position? O-line? Yeah, O-line. Uh, we're doing worse uh, now that Mike Williams is injured. Yeah, Mike Williams being out is not going to help, but uh, Artis Hicks I might be okay. I know, Aaron, you're a little bit higher on him than I am. I don't think he's going to be that good, but if he's in there at guard, he might be okay, and he's going to have Jamal Brown next to him. Jamal are Brown you higher is just... on Hicks, or are you higher on higher? No, I'm higher on I'm Hicks, higher but on only Hicks. barely. But see, the great thing yeah. about Hicks is that he can play all the positions, and so if one of them gets injured, we're not like completely screwed. Whereas, you know, Odd Body or Hire can't really play any of the positions. Odd Body. <laughs> I think the biggest competitions out there are going to be wide receiver. Dude, they've got eleven. Third tight end. Eleven. We've got like fifteen linebackers on this on the list because Andre Carter's a linebacker now. The one-man gang's a linebacker right now. Jeremy Jarman's a linebacker. Arakpo's a linebacker. It's all like linebackers and nose tackles. Yeah. And there's only like three nose tackles, dude. 
Well, they're also defensive end slash linebacker. It's going to be a, a whole new world in Redskins land with the three four defense for fans, for the team, and for the fans. I mean, it's it's going to be really interesting. Well, but yeah, I think people that are going to get cut, Stefan higher. Um, I would not be surprised if either Malcolm Kelly or Devin Thomas gets cut. Probably Devin one Thomas, of them, not both. Probably Devin, not both, but one of them. Yeah, and, and Devin Thomas has got that wide, like Charles Barkley body, like shoulders. He's really wide. Like if he if he can make a good showing in camp, I'm like, he's got that kind of body where he's a great possession receiver style. Like like he can shield, he can really block out and keep the defender from getting to the ball because he's so big in the upper body. I think that's a really really big plus. He's also but strong, he's got to show man. it now or never because these these co- the coaching staff and and Allen the Bruce they they got no loyalty to anybody out there except for Donovan McNabb and you know Jamal Brown and a couple other guys the guy Trent Williams the guys they drafted most of these guys they're like whatever cut see the guys that on defense that I'm most interested to see how they do in preseason in training camp are Chris Wilson and yeah and my dog Jeremy Jarman Coming off that injury, I thought he was going to have a good year last year before he got injured, and I think he's going to do. He was, you, dude. You're right. I thought for the Redskins making him their only pick ever in a, the supplemental draft, I thought that he was a very wise choice because it's not like he went out and robbed somebody, and that's why he was taken off the team. You know, it was basically a misunderstanding over a a banned substance that was not on the box. Yes. So. You know, he took it. Mm -hmm. He didn't cross-reference it with the chart. That was a dumb mistake. He will never make it again, I'm sure. And uh, he's kind of a character, too. The guy was, like, in theater and stuff. And he was the one guy last year in training camp that wasn't afraid to walk right up to Roger Goodell and be like, Yo, what's up, Roger? (laughs) Dude, where is Lorenzo going to be a linebacker, too? Yeah, he's a linebacker. They're all listed as linebackers now. That's going to be interesting. Dude. Like, they've got guys listed at defensive tackle, like Golston and Hainsworth, and defensive line, like Vonnie Holiday and some dude named Trey <laughs> Jacobs. I don't know, from Liberty. Who's Trey Jacobs? Dude, we've got some crazy names on the Redskins this year. Crazy names. Dude, Selvish. Liberty University, Oral is Moral. Um, Selvish. Yeah, tons of linebackers. Yeah, there's some really good ones this year. Definitely. But Selvish Capers, that's that's that's... I think we're all pulling for him. I think he's kind of the collective Harry Hog football dog this year. Dude, I'm pulling for We all want Selvish on the team. Dude, what's so funny, Josh? Yeah, what do you like? Sorry, dude. Quit being so selfish here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean so selfish. I, I was trying, I'm just I'm just cracking up at people's names. Like Doug Dutch Oven? He's still <laughs> around. John, I don't know why he's John still says around. the name something about when John says the name. Vonnie Holiday <laughs> cracks me up. Man. Vonnie Holiday sounds like he's one of the uh, Rat Pack or something. Not to me, man. <laughs> to me, it sounds like I don't know, like a, a strange pimp name, like a pimp name that didn't go no, well. It sounds like to me he's going to be like New York, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Vonnie Holiday. That's why uh. lady is a tramp. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh. other, the other thing that the other thing that was cracking me up is uh, do you guys remember like a couple of years ago? I was thinking about this and thinking about Ethan Albright 
You remember a couple of years ago that, uh, where he wrote that letter to um, John Madden? It was like, I don't know if it was fake. I think it was a fake letter, but it was on I the I think it was a fake while. letter, but it was funny. It was the most hilarious thing ever. Anyway, I don't know. I just... You're asking dude, dude you to, to put see. that in context, he, he was a letter that someone wrote in his name because he had such a low rating on Madden, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, and it is like the most... We're going to have to... I don't remember if we posted it on our website, but we're going to have to post it. Speaking of the ratings on Madden, I saw... I looked, I glanced at those this week, and I noticed that the Cowboys center, uh, Andre Garode, has a higher rating than anyone on the entire Redskins team. <laughs> And I remember, Aaron, you said that to me the other day, and I said, well, one, that's ridiculous. Two, um, doesn't Madden mm-hmm. update automatically? Doesn't, don't the player rankings update during the season as long as you're connected to a uh, to the Internet? I think they are. I think they do, yes. Now, I don't know okay, if they so do it I, automatically. I think you have to go and download the update like manually. Uh, well, well, I think at the end of the season, it's going to be very interesting to cross-reference um, how those uh, rankings have changed. Very, di- very, uh, very much so. So anyway, Josh's dog, Dutch Doug Dutch Oven, is probably going to get cut. Um, another oh, name, yeah. Ramsey Robinson. Who's he? Um, exactly. Um, yeah, we got a Leakton Steiger. What is that? A beer? What? We've got Gano, Guano from last year, the only kicker. We have one kicker and one punter. And he used again. to be the lead singer of the Violent Femmes, if you didn't know that. That's right. That's exactly right, that you heard it here first. And uh, Chris Draft, who is a linebacker. Is that a, um, is that a beer? His last name is Draft. Is that a beer? <laughs> is that a beer or a uh, round? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we'll go through more. I don't want to go through too many more of these because a lot of these guys are going to get cut really fast. Real quick, though, can you go down the list of the receivers if you got it open? Because we got like 11 or 12 of these dudes coming in. I, I sure can. As a matter of fact, um, <laughs> we have Anthony Armstrong, Terrence Austin, That's... Brandon Banks. Hold on. Mike Furry. Hold on. Oh, oh, back it up. Hold on. That Terrence Austin guy, I've seen some articles here and there where people think he actually has a chance of making the team. He's he's a speedy rookie out of uh, University of California in Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, and, and he's um, – isn't he brothers with your favorite player on the Cowboys, Miles Austin? Is he really? No. Oh, good. Because I'd have to not. But you like just him. admitted that Miles Austin is your favorite player on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not saying much, dude. He's my. <laughs> that just means he's my favorite player to dislike. Uh huh. Since I'm not uh, allowed see, to yeah, you're twisting that around, I'm not allowed to use hanging the word. Po- you've been hanging around with politicians. Uh, Mike Fury. Yeah, we. Mike, don't call me a furry. Joey Galloway, Shea, Shea Hodge. Who's that guy? Shea Malcolm Hodge. Kelly, Santana Moss, Devin Thomas, Bobby Raid, and Roy Dell Williams. Who's That's a great first name, Roy Dell. Who's Shea Hodge? I like that one. Though, I haven't heard of that dude. Exactly. Some rookie from Mississippi. All right. Well, good luck to you, Shea. Next, come up on Thursday. Yeah. I. You know, we got tons of wide receivers, all that stuff, like we were saying. A lot of linebackers. A lot of these guys are going to get cut. Don't expect to hear too many some of these names very often, or if ever again. When's the first cut? <laughs> mm, August. I think the first cut is fifteenth, July twenty ninth. If someone shows up and they suck, 
I think the first mandatory cuts, um, I don't know what the first mandatory cuts are. I think it's after the first preseason game, isn't it? I think it's after the first or second preseason game. We're not there yet. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Anyway, um, let me see. What else is on this list? Oh, the Redskins have dropped to number four on the most valuable franchise list, which is not surprising to me since I've gotten like 1,200,000. Uh, you know, we want you back as a ticket holder. Emails and letters. All I got to say about that, Aaron, is are you in? I'm all in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Josh, have you gotten any of those? I've gotten two of those. Are you in? Yes. Are you I in? I've only gotten one. I've only gotten one of them, though. Yeah, yeah. So, You're special. You know, and you and I weren't even the season ticket holder of name. That was Aaron. So. All I can say... But yeah, the Redskins are... Oh, go ahead. All I can say about the Redskins dropping to number four on the list, which means the Harry Hog boycott of Dan Snyder supporting last year by not buying any Redskins... You know, shirts and hats and stuff during the uh, season has obviously paid off by making them drop in value. So maybe now they'll get you know a high high class coach and get a new general manager. Oh wait, they did. Wait, they did that, and they seemed the the owner has seemed to, according to people like Antoine Randall, he said that the owner was a uh, the Danny was very hands on during the Zorn tenure. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike with Joe Gibbs, that he had gone back to his a. Uh, his bad childish uh, fantasy football coaching, and uh, apparently that's not going to happen again. So, so you can attribute. So anyway, the list of uh, the list of the world's most this is world's most valuable sports franchises. The Redskins are number two in football, number three in America. The list goes as follows: uh, Manchester United, one point eight seven billion dollars. How um, much? $1.87 billion. billion. Dallas Cowboys are number two with $1.65 billion. Um, I guess that means also that's part of the stadium because they own that, like the Redskins own their stadium. Number three is New York Yankees, $1.6. Redskins, $1.55. Patriots, $1.36. Real Madrid, $1.35. The Arsenal Gunners, $1.2. The New York Nats, $1.18. The Jets, $1.17. And the Houston Texans at $1.15 billion. This is according to, um, I think this was according to Forbes. Yeah, this was according to Forbes magazine. So it's not like this was the Bleacher Report. This is this is pretty real numbers. And notice that the Texans are on there after having um, Shana, Mike Shanahan uh, as their, or, is that his name? Yeah. Shanny the Younger? Yeah. What's his name? Shanny the Younger. Yeah, Mike Shanahan. Dude, too... <laughs> wait, wait, what's his son's name? Kyle. Yeah. Dude, it's too late. Kyle Shanahan. Thank you, Kyle. After having Kyle Shanahan there, and that we stole away, Stan. that can only increase our value. Cartman. As the Redskins. Who are getting, Butters. Who are going to start season 1-0, and I'm calling it right now. Yeah, so we thought that the Redskins, even though they've sucked for 10 years now, they've been mediocre to bad, as we all know. They're still fourth, the fourth most valuable sports franchise in the entire world. Here, can I ask a question here? What's up with all these people, you know, that like say, yeah, the Redskins are still going to suck, this and that? All right, we were so bad like the last two years because the offense Especially sucked last year. so horribly. But how many games did we lose by like, Three points. How many game-winning drives did Jason Campbell kill 
in the last five minutes. I mean, it's, how bad were they really compared to the teams they were playing? Like the whole Saints game. I mean, there was no excuse to lose that one. What's so? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, you're right. I think I think the Redskins really are going to be much much better this year with the additions to the offensive line. As long as Trent Williams doesn't pull another, uh, who was that? Who was who was the quarterback? Sam uh, mistake and get his Sam Bradford quarterbacks uh, his his shoulder separated. I think we're going to be all right. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Let's go Redskins. It's going to be awesome. Like I was telling this someone the other day. Um, I was at my favorite little coffee place just the other day, and there's a girl that works there, and she was like, you've been getting a lot of junk about that Redskins shirt? Because she's a Redskins fan. I was like, yeah, but usually with the Cowboys fans that are saying it, I usually just say, man, it's going to be so awesome when we win the Super Bowl in your stadium this season. <laughs> she's like, mm, I like that one. I'm going to use that. Um, Yeah. So... Speaking of Dallas, their number one pick, um, is this Des, what's his face, Bryant? Des Bryant, the one that was not able to play college football last year because he lied to the NCAA about his relationship with Deion Sanders. I don't want to know about that relationship, to tell you the truth. But anyway, he refused rookie hazing. I didn't know you could do this, but apparently this guy is uh, big enough time that he can... Refuse his hazing. He thinks, yeah, yeah. The story on that is basically one of the rookie hazing things that happens a lot. Like they'll make rookies like stand up in the mess hall and sing their college fight song, and you know they'll make them like Bill Parcells used to make the number one pick bring him coffee and stuff like that. You know, just you know, things like that. Nothing really bad. You know, I remember seeing Patrick Ramsey get tied to a goalpost. I think that was because he held out. He got, like, duct taped and dumped ice water on him because he held out. But he, see, you know, he was a good sport about it. Why well, he counted all the millions for being mediocre and getting hit a whole lot. <laughs> um, a whole lot. It, basically what happened, and one of the really big things, is that veterans, at the end of practice, they pull off the shoulder pads out there in the 98-degree heat, and they go, rookie, take my shoulder pads in. And... Roy Williams, former number one pick of the Detroit Lions, the second best wide receiver on the Detroit Lions before he was traded to the Cowboys for a one, two, and three pick. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just love that. Anyway, so he tried to give Des White his pads yesterday, and Des White said no and refused to take his pads in for him. And he said, I'm here to play football, not to mess around with all that crap. That, that was paraphrasing, but that's what he said. Des Bryant. So, Again, this is the guy who's been hanging out with Deion Sanders and, and lied to it to the NCAA while he was in college because he thought he would get in trouble. And he got in even more trouble for lying because he lied about hanging out with Deion Sanders and wasn't able to play his senior year or his junior year. Whatever. Whichever. Last year in football he'll, in college. He'll fit right in so, with the Cowboys. He was exactly the kind of players the, the player the Cowboys needed to draft. I think this guy's going to have flashes of brilliance. He's got tons of talent. But he's going to end up being one of those guys that that's good here and there. But he's he's not going to be that good, and he's going to cause more problems there than I think good stuff. We're, we're going to see, dude. He might. And by the way, Miles Austin had one good season. Does anyone expect him to be that good again this year? No. When he's not the when he's the number one going up against teams number one cornerbacks. Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to have to say... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But, but it was also interesting that Des Bryant refused to carry the shoulder pads of the player that he's looking to supplant on the roster as the number two guy. Man, I can't stand my the number Austin. two, John. I think I think I think all the guys on the Dallas Cowboys are number two. I think they all take the two train. Miles Austin takes the two train. <laughs> Des Bryant takes Miles the two Austin train. takes the two train. Um, what train does he take? The two train. Dude takes the two train. Two train. Dude takes two train. Doo-doo takes two trains. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back... Let's break for a minute. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, Antoine Randall. We're going to talk about the stadium food around the country. And the Redskins lottery. So uh, we'll talk to you after this commercial break. On the other side... someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Hello? Still training camp. Yep. Hey guys, I want to point something out. The uh, DC Pro Sports Report, which is the home of the original NFL mock draft database, <laughs> um, they're they're a blog on uh, fan sided. They came out and actually uh, did their list of the uh, top Redskins blogs this week. And um, they list everything from five stars on down to 
one star, basically, in blogs that have died. Bleacher Report. Um, yes. I got to say, and, and I totally agree with them wholeheartedly, that uh, you know they, they've listed us as a three-star blog, and they were really nice about what they said because uh, they were completely correct, um, basically saying that, uh, you know, the blog is not our main focus. Our main focus is this podcast, and they talked about that and said, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, subscribe to it, um, you know, that we've been around forever and all that good stuff. They'd love to see daily activity out of us on the blog, but that's not our main focus. Um, and we would agree with that. The other thing they said is, um, for some reason, we don't link to them, and they don't know why, but they're cool about it. Uh, so, you know, I think we'll put a link on our site to uh, to, to to their blog there. Um, they're, uh, they look like a bunch of good folks over there. So I uh, want to give them a mention here at DC Pro Sports Report. We probably don't link to them because um, we're too lazy to update our blog, and we never got that, around to putting our link. And that's probably what it is, you know. But it's much easier for us on this podcast to say, hey – DC Pro Sports Report. Hey, thanks for that. Thanks for listing us there. And for talking about you on this, can't you up us to at least four stars on the blog? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, maybe we'll... Thanks for the... Do- thanks for the, the... You know, that's good, though. You know, a nice, honest opinion. Yeah, thanks for the criticism. Yeah. So maybe that'll kick us in gear so we'll up ourselves. And, and, and there, are, there are plenty of other, other three-star blogs that are, you know, our fellow bloggers that are good. You know, like Ben over at the Curly R. He gets a three-star rating. Um, hail Redskins. I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of those. So, you know, yeah, we've got room for improvement on the blog, but, uh, like they say over at the DC sports report, pro sports report, uh, make sure you're subscribing to the Harry hog podcast. There you go. Solid. Yeah. I read their articles quite a bit. Yeah. So, so we'll try to get unlazy and actually link to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, we'll what get else there we eventually. got? The season is starting to crank up. We are getting around the roid of the off season, so it's about that time. Yeah, here's what else we right. got. There's a quote from Antoine Randall. Uh, John, you can take this. We already talked about this. We did. Yes, we did. I must have fell asleep. <laughs> we did. All right, well, the dude, movie- I totally snuck it in there, man. I tuck snuck it in there about how Zorn or uh, Randall L was talking about how Zorn was a. Uh, pretty much over his head. He did say what we didn't say was that he said that Zorn had great potential. But uh, he was pretty much over his head and had an overbearing owner that pretty much was a you know a fancy football coach just like he was before he had Joe Gibbs. Moving forward to this interesting article that John dug up somewhere, it was talking about stadium food around the country and the number of health violations um, found at each stadium. It seemed like, which was pretty nasty, seemed to me just by. Looking through there, that thirty percent of all vendors in all stadiums pretty much have a serious violation. Am I incorrect in that? Wasn't that about that? There? Seemed like it was a pretty pretty good average for uh, what you're talking about. I mean, they went through and at uh, at FedEx, you know, they went into all the stadiums. All they what they did. This was from ESPN, and they went into all the stadiums, all four of the major sports: football, basketball, hockey, and not team tennis, Aaron, and basketball. And amongst the other places that they went was a FedEx field. And the uh, critical violations for FedEx was a 36%. Um, an excerpt from the inspection report was an employee touched his or her face and then prepared food with his or her hand, his or her <laughs> hands without washing or changing gloves. All right. Um, I don't know if he was just like rubbing a pimple <laughs> Ew, or, or you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> here's one. You know, pick, here's one. Picking some nose. Here's another critical uh, violation from FedEx Field. Man charges John Adams dollar more for beer than posted on sign. And try and pockets the extra dollar, <laughs> which we did observe him do. Dude, dude, don't get me started on that guy, man. <laughs> dude, uh, but I gotta point out. I gotta point out other venues in in DC. The Verizon Center, the inspection report oh, there. Did you read that? Dude, they confirmed Nasty. about the Verizon Center what anyone that's ever been there for pretty much any kind of an event already knows. They got a lot of rodents. <laughs> dude, dude, they got a Verizon lot Center, of rodents at the Verizon Center. 100%, 100% of the vendors were in violation. Mike, 100%. They 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> they checked, dude. There were mice droppings. A critical violation in Washington were found at at least 10 of the vendors. Well, here's the funny and thing. And you know why it was rice droppings? Because they were scared and they, they, they basically dropped their, their poop because they were so scared at the size of the rats over there. Dude, it says critical <laughs> violation in Washington. Does that mean in other places like Dallas it's acceptable to have mice droppings in your food preparation area? I believe that food preparation is a state, um, logistical thing not a national that is state government not national so these things so could vary it vary it can vary from state to state like in texas you could probably like you know scratch your butt like in your underwear and then prepare food and they're like that's all right as a matter of fact at cowboy stadium yeah what their is critical violations were 72 percent and that's at a state-of-the-art new facility with a low scoreboard as opposed to the houston astros ballpark where for instance, another one in Texas, where in a city in Texas that is not in or that is not Dallas, at the Houston Astros Minute Maid Park, vendors with critical violations were three <laughs> percent. I mean, that's a Dude, huge difference. It's because you, you read the Cowboys Stadium stuff; it cracks you up. It's like in its first season, Cowboys Stadium had relatively high seventy-two percent, <laughs> relatively high percentage. <laughs> Of critical violations, <laughs> including several for inadequate hand washing facilities. I know what happened, yep. dude. During the value engineering process of building that facility, they're like, "Jerry, we're over budget. What do we do? We don't wash our hands in Texas. Cut all those hand washing stations. <laughs> you know it, dude. No, they're still learning how to wash Yuck. their hands there. You know, it takes them a long time to teach their employees that it's important to wash your hands after you poop and before you give people their hot dogs. <laughs> Speaking of their hot dogs, there was something else in this article that said that what was it? Their hot dogs. Their hot dogs were at a mere seventy degrees, and they're supposed to be a hundred seventy-one degrees. Seventy-one degrees on the hot dogs. Sounds like Tony Romo needs to warm those wieners up. Oh, son! Oh man. Yeah, that one, the hot dogs were 71 degrees, almost half the required holding temperature of 135 degrees. But, you know, it gets hot up there in the chaotic funk. So, Tony Romo does need to uh, get going. The chaotic funk. Um, And that must be a Dallas area thing, because another venue in Dallas, or the Dallas area, the uh, Rangers ballpark in Arlington, was a 62%. uh, It's probably the same people, As opposed to the Houston... It probably is. The same vendors that work the baseball stadium work the football stadium. Yeah, very, <laughs> very interesting. And and for uh, the Nationals fans out there, uh, 25% uh, 
critical violations. One location received a critical violation for not having a DC certified food manager's card. Ooh. Verizon Center, mice droppings, 10 vendors. <laughs> Nationals Park. No card. You don't have your card. Dude, I'd rather Madison go there. We need to see ID, there's your card. And you can get hot wieners there, I'm sure. Dude, Madison Square Garden was 61% at Madison Square Garden. They said at one stand, inspectors found, count them, 53 mouse excreta. <laughs> they actually dude, counted Dude, Madison Square, dude, dude, Madison Square Garden's like, a hole, though, man. Dude, they counted them. We've you all know, been you there. You know, they're like, dude, there's a lot of mouse poop here. And the guy was like, stop. Stop where you are. Count every single <laughs> the guy's piece. He's like, like, stop. 47, Counting time. 48. Damn. 49, 50. Oh, 49. Oh, no, no, I only got 50, 52 that 51. time. Count them again. Count them again. <laughs> 53 pieces of mouse poop, man. <laughs> now, I got to say, uh, the stadium we went to last year is a very nice stadium in uh, Charlotte, Carolina Panthers Stadium right there in downtown. 55%. Yeah. In fact, the North <laughs> Carolina State venues in general were pretty high, Josh. They're pretty nasty. They're 67% for the Hurricanes. Bobcats seventy three percent, but no one goes to those games anyway. Seventy three. Um, yeah, but the thing about the thing about the uh, Carolina Panthers Stadium, though, it's like typical of a of a southern, you know, the Southerners, man. I mean, we, we grew up in the South. Inspectors witnessed employees, um, uh, a worker eating from a fryer basket. I mean, you don't want to wait for your fries. Your French fries come out. You just eat from the basket. Well, why is an employee That's- eating? Saying, is he like man. pulling one out and chomping on, and going, "Man, that's done." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "Check them thing. fries and see if they're done." Oh yeah, that one's done. That one's done. And then he hears, them out. and I, then he hears in the background, "Did we score?" Did we score? And he like drops something in there. Um, he dropped his Snickers in there and was like, "Oh, I think I came up with something new." But but a little bit more information before we close on this subject: the uh, Giant Stadium. In the ghetto lands, the old one, 20%. The new one did not have records yet. Um, managers tossed 20 pounds of ground beef after inspectors cited them for letting parsley grilled burgers with raw centers sit at unsafe temperatures for three hours. Three hours before final cooking. But they were probably still warmer than those wieners in Dallas. They were probably still warmer than the wieners in Texas. <laughs> and for the link in Philadelphia to finish off the NFC East, 33%. One location deemed, quote, out of compliance incurred two repeat critical violations for not installing sneeze guards on a buffet and not providing a hand-washing stady- or station. <laughs> Sick. Sneeze guard. Here's what I want to know. Well, I got one more thing here. This is um, for uh, Comerica Park in Detroit. Detroit Tigers. Inspectors measured the temperature of some cod at high end, at a stadium club. Why are they serving See? cod at the at the football at the baseball game? Who's going to the baseball game? Going? I think I'll have a cod dog. They have fish dude, and chips. No, dude. dude, it's fish and chips, man. They always use cod for like like kind of low end fish and chips. And in America, they give people cod, and everyone's like, "This fish and chips is really good." And it's like, dude, cod's like. Junk fish. I mean, there's like there's like workers that go to Iceland every summer from Europe that pick worms out of cod all summer long just so they can ship it to America. <laughs> so, so you can have it in Detroit. When, you, when you're at your nice, you know, English pub ordering fish and chips and they're like, we have cod on the menu. And you're just like, dude, I don't want a cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. That's right, cod piece. That's where you keep your worm. Anyway, dudes, I think it's about, I think it's about time to wrap this up. Sneak. One more bit of uh, information before we go. The Redskins. Yeah, do we have anything good to talk about here? No, that's <laughs> why I'm trying to wrap this thing up. In fact, let's just skip this last item. We're going kind of long for not having anything to say. Next week, dudes, uh, the Redskins will be in training camp. Hopefully, we'll have a lot of real football news to talk about, and we'll talk about yeah. our upcoming trip. Send us an email, especially if you're going to Canton, so we can meet up. The address is redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. I do believe one of our longtime listeners, Red Queen 81, and her husband are going out there as well, so we'll be able to, to meet with them, have a couple of beverages, um, Sweet. talk about the good old times. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter, at Harry Hogg. And, hey, if you're going out to uh, Canton for the game or you just want to support Russ Grimm, um, make sure that you tweet on Twitter, hashtag HOF, as in Hall of Fame, HOF Grimm, G-R-I-M-M, HOF Grimm on Twitter. And we're going to see if we can get up a Twitter following for uh, the Russ Grimm uh, enshrinement out there. And we'll talk you to go. you guys next week. Um, until then, hail to the Redskins. And as always, cold wieners and all. You <laughs> cowboys, man. You know what to do. Go Yoke wash your hands. Joke But now washing the hands. Right. You're a non-washer, my father. Who is the man that would risk his neck for his brother, man? Can you dig it?